0: Please, Anton, tell me a logical reason that doesn't mean you're connected to this why she would have your OS on her computer.
1: As he's listening to you, he looks like he's kind of humoring you sort of the way that he always used to when you would display your abilities when you were younger against the wishes of your parents. You know, it was always one of those things where you had to keep your Rift nature kind of a secret from the neighbors and uh, family friends and all of that. You know, you can get the sense that he's going to be like, oh, is this, is this like something to do with all that stuff with your wings and everything? But when you start talking about robbing graves and stalking girls and things like that, his expression changes. And when he speaks again, there's Definite worry and concern in his voice. Zach, I'm not really sure what's going on with you, but this doesn't sound right. I understand that it's really stressful and upsetting, and that everything this whole process has been really awful for all of us, but you're really starting to worry me. You know, I mean you were kind of a wild kid. And I know you've gotten up to some things that maybe, you know, you regret now, but this is, this is different. What are you doing? What if you get in trouble? What, 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 I mean, you're, you're sneaking into graveyards. This isn't the way to handle your grief. If you needed somebody like this, I I really wish you would have called me. I mean, I know that I'm busy with, with this business right now, but I would have made some time for you just like today. You're really starting to scare me here. What are you getting yourself into? What happened with your dad? It's sad. It really is. And it hurts. To be honest, if you wanted to theorize that there were other possibilities, if you wanted to look into things and develop ideas that there was something else going on, I would understand that. And and hell, I might even be able to find a way to be kind of supportive of it. But you've gone too far. Clearly, this isn't. Healthy. I mean, look at what you're talking about. Really listen to what you just said. Whatever you're doing right now, you need to stop. I mean, for your own sake. Let me put it this way even if you're right, are you sure you would want to get into something this dangerous? Let the police handle it. Go to them if you have legitimate information. I mean, maybe leave out all the crimes that you're perpetrating, but you're going to get maybe arrested or hurt or worse with this. And to be honest, it sounds a little unhinged.
0: Anton, I know what I saw. And what I saw leaves me two possibilities. Either you in danger, because I know I am in danger. They tried to stop us from finding out. And I think people connected to us are also in danger. Or you are part of that danger. I'm not going to let anyone hurt my friends. So this is your last chance to tell me if you're connected to this. If you know anything, your OS might be on the computer of my father's murder. So if you know anything, if you, if there's any possibility that you, you or anyone in this office is connected to this kind of stuff, I need to know. I think it has something to do with those cameras.
1: What could it possibly have to do with those?
0: It's not like you're gonna believe me, but when we try to, to, you know, investigate this with the internet, sometimes the
1: cameras, they interfered. What do you mean?
0: They, it's almost- Wait,
1: if this is something about the network, I definitely need to know we're going live in less than 12 hours. Wait, what are you saying it's interfering?
0: I have a friend that is good with technological things. And when we try to push our investigation further, find stuff out, sometimes when we were around those cameras, they seem to, you know, get access to this laptop. It was almost like the network itself tried to stop
1: us. That's not possible. It's not designed for that. It compiles information, creates a database of faces and sounds. It's meant for facial recognition and first alert it's supposed to be able to track people so that we can have records when it comes to crimes and be able to find people who have gone missing or are sick or injured it, you know it's supposed to recognize fires and alert the department before anybody has a chance mm-hmm. to phone i mean it's designed to find things not access things it's recognition software anton I don't know what you're talking about.
0: I'm like no technical expert. You know that I don't have a mind for these things like you didn't like that. But something is going on with that. And I don't know. I just need to find the truth out. And you know that not everything in the city is as it seems.
1: Look, I know that. And I know that you're special in that way. And that there are some things that you're aware of that we aren't. But I mean, I really, I really want you to stop and think about what you're getting yourself into. Even if it is real, you're just putting yourself in danger. And there are police who know about this sort of thing too. So you can talk to them about it. Look, I've been through all of the design of this network. This has been my project for the last three years. I know it. It doesn't have those capabilities that you're talking about. Not like that. It's not about trying to get into someone's system it's about recognizing things out in the world we worked for ages on it being able to know how hot something's supposed to be so that it wouldn't call the fire truck every time you know somebody tried to you know make flaming alaska in a restaurant what we didn't intend for it to do was be able to worm its way into someone's system and again The things you've done, or at least the things you're telling me you've done, and I hope that that's the extent of it, over the last week, if you're right, you're putting yourself in a great deal of danger. And if you're wrong, I really want you to think about the context of what you're saying you did.
0: I still think he's telling the truth.
1: Again, nothing that he said has the ring of dishonesty to it.
0: Okay, Anton, I'm going to see this through. And... I hope nothing happens to you, but if you are connected to this, then I'm going to do everything in my power to uncover this and to stop whatever is going on.
1: Okay, Zach. I mean, look, I'm going to be here for you, even with all of this going on through your head. And I really hope it doesn't come to it. But, you know, if you get in trouble with the police or something else you know to call me and i'll help you as much as i can but i really urge you to consider taking a minute and looking at the things that you're talking about doing you were always special different but what you're talking about right now that's beyond the pale
0: and then there's someone going around killing people
1: it's not just dead the guy we dug up he was just a
0: He was just a guy, he had a family, like, he, I mean- Yeah, and you exhumed
1: his body. What were you thinking? Because we need to stop whoever's doing this. Even if that's a real thing, do you think you're the one to do that? Why haven't you gone to the police with this? The
0: police are trying to cover this up, Anton. (sighs) I- I think I believe you. I believe you that you're not, that you're not behind this. I just needed to make sure. Thanks for taking care of that stuff with my inheritance. I really wish you the best of luck. Okay, be careful. We're going to see each other soon, okay? I'm going to see this through to the end, but I'll be okay. I'm not alone in this.
1: Just please take some time to think about it. I know this might sound weird, but given the context, I think it's important to let you know. And as you're leaving, he, you can notice that like his eyes are starting to tear a bit. You know, I want you to know that I love you. And I'm here for you. Thanks, Anton. Thanks. As you're leaving, though, you notice one more thing. Among the office accoutrement, some of it, again, still in its boxes and getting unpacked, on one of the bookshelves filled with volumes on coding, you see one of those little office desk ornaments, one of those little trays full of sand for drawing mandalas, with as like the little rake, you know. And in it is a pattern, not exactly like, but in the exact same style as the ones that you saw under your father's desk and at the cemetery.
0: So there's a rune drawn in there too
1: or at least what you could assume as one like i said it's a very similar type of pattern though not the same as either of those
0: like i'm almost out of the door when i catch that bowl of sand out of the corner of my eyes and i snap back around and i say anton
1: who did this did what who was set up the office i mean i don't know i asked somebody to start getting it done and they we got so busy that i haven't followed up on them i mean to be honest i'm Kind of irritated myself i'm trying to run a big operation here <laughs> and i don't really have time to try and unpack all this myself who did you see
0: today did you see anyone in this office before me
1: uh god i've had people in and out of here all morning we've really been down to the wire on this there's still a few bugs in the system but nothing you know like what you were talking about as far as i know we're trying to make sure that it's ready i mean A lot of money is riding on this, not to mention a lot of expectations from from City Hall and Greeley.
0: I take a snapshot with my phone of the pattern that could be a rune, potentially. Okay, maybe I'm just... You're right. Maybe I need need to think about this for a moment. I'll call you soon, Anton, okay? Okay. Have a, you know, Happy New Year's if we don't see each other before that.
1: Happy New Year's, Zach.
0: I leave the office building and as soon as I'm out
1: I call Remy. Remy your phone rings as the three of you make your way out of Norton's.
2: Mm. Yep. Hi, it's it's me. I talked to Anton. I don't know.
0: I don't think he's behind this, but there's definitely something going on. I think there was a rune hidden, you know, in this office. What do you mean?
1: Yep, we just left uh, Norton's. Okay, but you, you didn't confront Crater yet, did you? No, Crater wasn't here. Okay, can we meet up? Of course, where do you want to meet up? I don't uh, somewhere close, right? But we need something, something safe. I
2: mean, I don't know if we want to be sharing a lot of info on the street in Arkham Key. And then you hear in the background, like after, uh, after Remy says, where do you want to meet up? You just hear a voice be like, oh, my old lab's out here. In the background of the car. I don't know if you heard him, but his old job is
1: around here. Yeah, I mean, that sounds good. Send me the location, oh. I'll be there. Alright, and I'm sending you an SMS with uh, uh, directions. Oh,
0: yeah. Remy isn't in the group um, like um, internet chat because he doesn't have uh, a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> so we, <laughs> we have to always contact him separately per SMS. <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't remember who you said about the flip phone. I think it was Alex. Yeah, uh, Alex, Alex brought it up, but it's, it's, it.
0: it's Canon now.
2: <laughs> yeah, I like it. So let's keep the flip phone.
0: Okay. All right. I, yeah, you know, Zach heads over there to the location.
1: The four of you convene in the riverside of the business district downtown just across from Arkham Key, at a somewhat disused warehouse that has changed substantially from the last time that you saw it, Benji. There's a massive antenna built on the top of it, clearly out of scrap, but immaculately shaped. And even those of you who do not have a connection to the ambient electrical field can sense the power emanating from it. There's A reinforced steel door on the front now with, you know, an electronic bolt and uh, a little balcony that leads off from the upstairs office that you used to use as a bedroom. There doesn't seem to be a doorbell or anything like that.
2: I mean, I probably would have called ahead before we just headed over here. So hopefully she'll be expecting me whenever I go and
1: give a nice hard knock on that. Big metal door. You lay three big heavy knocks on it. And after a second, you hear the sound of what must be a bolt weighing several pounds sliding into the door. And it opens very easily. Much easier than the weight would suggest. And inside, you see Nicolette as if she hadn't missed a day in the last 10 years she looks exactly like how you left her when you broke up i like lean
2: in you know i'm not just like walton i like lean in with my kind of gingerly hey hey nicolette i uh i called first i i'm sorry i couldn't get a hold of
1: you she looks at you quizzically skeptically even a little dismissively as she still stands in the doorway with it open and says um the hell are you what do you mean, who the hell am I? It's It's me, Benji. And upstairs, from the balcony above you, you can hear, again, Nicolette's voice call down. Elsa, let them in. You're not the gatekeeper to the City of Oz. We're expecting guests. She looks up, as you do, and see Nicolette up there on the balcony at the age you would have expected her to be.
2: Benji will like, kind of furrows his brow for a second and be like, and look back up to... The real Nicolette. Wow. This is something, Nicolette. You didn't tell
1: me what you've been up to all these years, but I can see you've been busy. You could say that. Are you going to stay out there all day? or No. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting social calls from W.R. Hurst, but... I imagine you have a reason to be here.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Me and some of my friends, we just needed a, a place down here in the key to meet. I hope you don't mind busting in like this. I, I tried to give you a call.
1: I'll uh, move past Elsa and uh, into the room, inviting the rest of the group to follow. The younger woman looks all of you up and down a bit before stepping aside and showing you all in. It's... Beautiful, well-appointed. Most of it, like, found furnishings, but crammed in cheek and jowl with numerous uh, scientific devices and strange inventions, the purposes of which even Benji can only begin to fathom, which isn't surprising. Nicolette was always smarter than you. Probably one of the only people you have ever met who was. But, um, yes... Lots of well-maintained but clearly abandoned antique couches next to strange whirring devices of uh, inexplicable nature. And it's an interesting crowd you're running with here. Nikki Six on his way. Uh, By the way, uh, can I get anybody anything? I finally figured out how to perfect that recipe for the synthetic kombucha. Uh, you know, I think we have a long night ahead of us.
2: I would love a coffee if you've got one, Remy. Havari, you guys want anything? I imagine Zach hasn't arrived yet. We probably beat him there.
0: Yeah, that makes sense.
1: Havari uh, shakes his head as he looks around the place.
2: These are some new friends of mine, Nicolette. This is Remy. This is Havari. We were just uh, visiting the neighborhood. We're expecting another. Uh, His name is Zach. I hope. I I really hope you
1: don't mind. Nicolette comes downstairs and says, "Yeah, the more the merrier. I mean, if we're going to have this sort of a party, and you can see she's um." statuesque dark haired very delicate features that don't quite match her sarcasm or the younger version of hers scorn after showing you all to a seat and bringing you a cup of coffee that smells roughly right the younger version ilsa looks at nicolette and says is this the guy nicolette you know shrugs Says, I mean, I worked with what I had, and the younger one rolls her eyes and makes her way back to the kitchen. Benji will very pointedly ignore that and say, "So, how how have you been, Nicolette?" Not bad. What sort of ridiculous hijinks are you and the Scooby Gang getting up to? Ah,
2: uh, you know me, always chasing a always chasing a trail one way or the other. Been some weird stuff going on. Did you hear about uh that Bellerophon guy?
1: Yes. Uh, your former lab assistant, right?
2: Well, I was talking about his partner, actually. But yes, same company. That's a a great memory you have there, as usual. There was a uh, a pretty high profile murder. Uh, and you know, uh, one thing leads to the other. Trying to get you know a good scoop for the site, and uh, next thing you know, we're down here in the key. <sighs>
1: Don't dissemble with me, Benji. I know when you're covering something up, even when you're pretending that you're not Too, You aren't exactly the one to start playing Columbo just so that you can get extra hits on your website. What's this actually about?
2: Uh, yeah, you know me too well, Nicolette. It's been a long time, but I guess I haven't changed as much as I hope I had. Uh, well, we think uh, this is going to sound crazy, I, I think, to you. So please uh, just uh, accept what I'm saying for a little
1: bit. and Let me explain. Take your time, you know? We haven't had a lot of visitors around here, which tends to happen when you intentionally live like a sequestered hermit.
2: Yeah, yeah. again, really sorry for dropping in, but we think that uh, maybe something
1: occult is going on. Do you
2: believe in that kind of stuff?
1: You know that I'm well aware of the fact that there are certain principles and properties of the physical world that aren't exactly explainable by the science that we have at our means. And that doesn't necessarily mean that we're actually talking about magic here. I mean, you and I have extraordinary abilities, but that is explainable through rational processes, even if we aren't capable of that rationalization.
2: Yeah, I mean, you make a good point. Uh, You know, I guess... In the time that we've been apart, I've started to wonder if maybe uh, magic is the right name for a thing that we've always assumed was just a a bigger group of
1: unexplained phenomena.
2: I think I might be running across the real thing.
1: Hmm. And what makes you think that?
2: Well, uh, have you ever spoken with a ghost?
1: You mean a manifestation of psychic energy that's uh remaining after the expiration of its meat sack yeah you have i mean i've made some process in it i'm able to manifest them slightly but i can't get a whole lot out of them what do you mean
2: uh so maybe this will sound a little bit less crazy to you than i was worried it would something in the city has been running around and uh, committing acts that are not only repelling these manifestations of psychic energy or you know ghosts for short as well as blocking you know living memories i think that they're all in concert i think that they're trying to leverage a bigger force in this city something connected to Bellerophon
1: You mean something like us, part of a creepy-crawly club? Yeah, probably. Huh. And at this point, there's another knock at the door as Zach arrives. The younger girl goes to open it up.
0: I imagine I am very confused by this huge door I'm at. When she opens the door, I say, I'm
1: looking to meet a friend here, Benji. She points with a thumb behind her and you can see them gathered in with a woman that looks like an identical twin to this one just ten years older.
0: Okay, thanks. I don't know, I extend my hand and say Hi, I'm I'm Zach.
1: She looks at the hand and Gives a nod that's not entirely rude, but clearly indicates that she's not exactly comfortable with casual physical contact. And says, uh, yeah, I'm Elsa. I suppose these are your friends? Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, is there anything I can get for you? I'm already fixing up everybody things in the kitchen, so... I think I'm
0: fine for the minute. Thanks, though, Elsa. Okay. And I, like, very awkwardly moved to the table, not really sure what that
1: whole social interaction was. She turns to the older woman and says, all right, so am I supposed to stay around here for the rest of this mom and meet your old boyfriend and all of his little buddies? And she shakes her head and the other one goes upstairs to the room and you can hear the door shut in a very um, a telltale adolescent manner.
2: Zach, nice to see you. Uh, This is Nicolette. Nicolette, this is
1: Zach. Well, I mean, you know, technically his name is still on the lease, even though I've uh, taken it over for the past decade, but it's good to see that uh, he's managed to keep his social schedule full, even though he hasn't made the time to speak to me in a decade you get busy benji shrugs well and i told you to never show your face around here again too so i mean i guess neither of us is listening to the other one but let's get down to what exactly it is that brought you here you're almost starting to intrigue me with all of this talk i turn to zach and like catch him up on basically what i told nicolette to this point and then
2: i'll be like you know don't worry zach we can trust nicolette She's a good egg, even if, uh, she
1: holds a bit of a grudge against me. She winces at the word egg. Sure.
0: I think I like her already. So, what did you do at Norton's? I thought you were
2: going to scope the pier out. You know how thirsty the, these guys get, so we stop by for a quick drink and guess who we saw? Shaban. Ah. Uh, uh, must have been lovely. That's one word for it, yet yeah, useful is the word I'd prefer in this particular case. Turns out she feels a bit in over her head There, she is keeping up appearances. She told us the same thing about that meeting down at uh, the pier. It sounds like she's looking for a way to get out, so I think we might have an inside man for whatever's happening there. So she told us to meet her Pier 12 at 9 o'clock tonight.
0: Because she wants to get out? That's
2: what she made it seem like. I don't know if it's a, a double play, but... Yeah, I mean... Uh, you
0: don't really know her like I do, and I wouldn't trust Siobhan as far as you can throw her. I think she's playing you. She's probably like setting up like an ambush with Crater or something. Benji rubs his chin.
2: The thought had crossed my mind. I guess uh, my optimism is maybe overriding my better judgment. I mean, we already knew that they were going to meet at the pier, so telling us what we already know to set a trap for us. Mm, That doesn't sound like a good idea.
1: I mean... After um, Zach and Benji have that exchange, you can hear from upstairs Elsa call down. Hey, I like that one. Why didn't you get somebody like that? Nicolette just says, go back to your room. This doesn't need to be commented on, Statler and Waldorf. How old is Elsa? Elsa looks like she's maybe 20, but she seems to act like she's... Ten, baby. Yeah, yeah, a I, lot mean, ten, I mean, fifteen. I would have guessed. Okay,
2: well, she wasn't around whenever Benji and Nicolette were together ten years ago. So,
1: exactly.
2: <laughs> hmm.
1: Okay. So apparently, you're being set up by what your ex girlfriend yeah, to all get killed by Crater's mob. What exactly brought you into all this again? Let's say it was a murder investigation. That's gone sideways. A lot sideways. And you need someplace safe to lie low, Just for a bit.
2: Just to discuss our course of action and how are we going to do this thing.
1: Well, I mean, I certainly would be happier to see you here than in the morgue, but... Uh... You know, just uh, mind your P's and Q's as a guest. I am a single mother and all, and that takes a little bit of prioritizing when it comes to letting people back into your life. She gives a significant look at Benji. Very loaded.
2: Always. P's and Q's always.
0: Metro Paranormal is produced by David Klebes, with music by Lillian Warner and narration by Mox Club. Art was provided by Emmanuel's Design. If you liked what you heard, consider rating the show on iTunes and recommending it to your friends. You can follow the show on Twitter at Metro Paracast. The cast list is as follows Michael Damis as Remy Dubois, Quentin Harper as Havari Timley, Alex Michaels as Benji Summers, David Klebes as Zach Malik, and Alexander Trukverter as the Master of Ceremonies.